So hello, I, um, my name is Eric Thompson, AKA Gay Cruella, which is what I um, call myself and my friends call me. Um, I'm from the Midwest. I born and raised Minnesotan. Um, I grew up in a conservative Catholic Christian household and environment um, where I went to Catholic high school and Christian um, college. Um, both great experiences, loved it very much. Um, but my story is about my coming out story. So as you can tell, um, in a bit of an environment like that, it might cause some inherent strife. And I definitely had to swim upstream the current of my life and what my worldview was that was bestowed upon me. Um, in my coming out experience, I came out in college, probably whatever, late teens, early 20s, I don't know, like two decades at least-ish under my belt um, of what the um, my world and worldview were built up to be within the house of cards that was erected before me of, of what the world and life is and should look like. And in coming out, I definitely did face quite a bit of resistance. And um, however, I also was um, graced upon a lot more support and advocacy and love um, and connection than I had initially honestly assumed. Um, I mean, it did really tell me and teach me who my, you know, real close, true people and friends and, um, connections were, and it was tough to lose some along the way. Um, and it's never easy to kind of part ways with certain humans, but, uh, it, you know, it is what it is because in the long run, you're just prioritizing the better people for you. So, um, in coming out, I did face a bit of resistance from my, what I would consider Christian friends, Christian community, um, my kind of broader family um, and conservative dynamic um, to the point where I was actually, surprisingly, if you can imagine even to this day, I was um, put in conversion therapy. And um, it is not a sob story to me. Quite honestly, I think of it as a strengthening experience. Um, and for heaven's sake, like, I'm so glad I didn't grow up in the 60s where freaking electroshock therapy and hydrotherapy were, were legitimately common practices that were instituted on these innocent human lives. Like, oh, my God. Um, but unfortunately, the reality is, is that, you know, even a decade ago when I was coming out, this is this has was still a practice that was currently occurring, and unfortunately, unfortunately, it still is currently today and present day a practice that is used in many areas across the world. And so, um, anyways, my experience going through that was obviously not fun, but um, it was something that was very deeply character building to me. Um, the setting was Midwestern, suburban, um, religious conversion therapy and like a very unassuming and inconspicuous just 
office dynamic of this so-called therapist where I was quite literally almost dragged by my parents and family to this setting and kind of pitted against the world with literally my own flesh and blood and kin sitting alongside in the room, Bibles in hand with the quote unquote therapist Also, one Bible in one hand and a second-generation iPad in the other and a couple sheets of paper framed on the wall behind him from institutions that apparently he leveraged as tangible visual credibility to whatever authority of word that he had to say to try to manipulate me into believing that the core essence of who I am and my innermost human nature is wrong, is not right. It is sinful. And I need to change because who I am is not something that I should be. And for fuck's sake, hell no. Like, oh my God, it was an experience like no other where you really are just stripped down to your innermost core, your shields taken away. And for me, I felt like all I had was my sword to lean on myself and myself alone pitted against what felt like the world um, against me and needing to kind of be pitted through the fiery pits of hell. And I was, I was cast in this what felt like hellish environment that I needed to fight off and battle all the, you know, everything raining down upon me. And in order to not only survive, but thrive, I had to, what feels like the analogy that I've used before in my life is what feels like walking through an industrial size fan and breaking into hundreds of pieces and needing to re-pick up all of those pieces and rebuild myself together as a new man alone by myself with only myself to rely on. And I rebuilt myself in the way that I thought was how I can best not only survive, but thrive. And I did build myself up quite tough. And I did build myself up quite ruthless and a little bit reckless. And, um, but I, it, it, I was able to get through, like I made it out of hell on the other side. And I do feel like I am lucky because there are a lot of people that don't get through that type of experience. And, um, you know, over the course of my 20s, thank goodness that toughness and ruthlessness has gotten me to where I am today and got me a lot of success. And it's even led me from going from the closet to leading the pride business for a Fortune 100 company, which I'm so truly humbly grateful and privileged and honored about. Um, but I did leave a piece of myself, when quite honestly, probably many pieces of myself back in those fiery pits of hell. And Kid Eric, um, the sweet, loving, innocent, cute little Kid Eric that I see in pictures, I know I did leave a, a big chunk of him behind. And when he was growing up, his favorite 
all-time by far Disney character was Cruella DeVille. And on a three at three years old on a family Disney World trip, he had one priority and one priority only, and that was to meet his fierce bad bitch role model Cruella. And LOL, my parents didn't even know I was gay. Yeah, right, as my older sister's hiding behind them by scared by her villainous presence. But anyways, what's been really interesting and resonant for me is that, you know, this fond memory that kind of faded off while growing up um, really was resonant in kind of the evolution of myself. And as I think about my coming out story, I feel like I not only came out as gay, but what really truly rose from the ashes, like a hot ass mess phoenix that I am, was gay Cruella. I really leaned on getting through that experience was that same kind of toughness, ruthlessness, tenacity, fearlessness, um, kind of recklessness that Cruella DeVille demonstrates in her in her being. And she gives zero flying bucks what other people think about her. And she just works herself and she just loves herself unapologetically and unequivocally. And yeah, and that's just kind of been who I've come to be and understanding that, yes, I do have a naturally villainous black heart, but that doesn't just mean that it's cold or small or hard as a result. Some hearts can be black, but also they might be a little warmer or bigger or softer than they might seem. And my heart, although it's black and spiky, it's also sparkly and soft and squishy too. And I'm over here to try to prove to this world that not all villains are the antagonists, darling. Like we are here to also join the fight for all hearts and all humans. So I just hope that others, wherever you're at, wherever they are, um, and whatever point you are in your journey, whether that's coming out or not or whatever, you take your time and you do you. Like you go and come out on your own time um, and know that there are so many people out there in the world that love you, that care about you, that will have your back, that will fight for you. Um, And just remember, like own your heart, love your heart regardless of whatever size or color or shape or texture or pattern or whatever it might be like own your heart, love your heart, embrace your heart. Like your heart is waiting to be loved and embraced by you just the way it is. And it's waiting to be embraced and loved by the world all around you. So own your heart, love your heart, lead with your heart and let your heart lead you darling, because it's beautiful just the way it is.